0: the 11th episode of Dancing with Riya Show. The title of today's episode is all about dance for all the beginners as well as all the beautiful, awesome and great dances out there. Hi, my name is Rhea. I am a science student aspiring for medical profession. I choreograph classical, western, hip-hop, fusion and contemporary dance style. Today I am going to continue with the same topic of last week that is dance can be defined as. This episode is interconnected to the last so this will be part two of the topic. So let's begin with today's episode. Before we begin with the topic, if you haven't yet listened to the last episode, then first to listen to it, as I said in the beginning, it is interconnected to the last episode. So, let's begin with the topic, Problems in defining dance. In this topic, we will see about defining according to function, distinguishing dance from other pattern movement and defining according to intent. So let's first see about defining according to function. Within this broad spectrum of forms, dance fulfills a number of very different functions including the religious, the military and the social. Nearly all cultures have had or still possesses dances that play an important part in religious ritual. There are dances in which the performers and even the spectators work themselves into a trance in order to transcend their ordinary shelves and receive the powers of God, or, as in the case of Indian temple dancers, in which the performers enact the stories of the gods as a way of worshipping them. In some early Christian communities, processions of formal dance patterns formed part of the prayer service. It is possible to view modern military marches and drilling procedures as descendants of the tribal war and hunting dances that have also been integral to many cultures war dances often using weapons and fighting movements were used throughout history as a way of training soldiers and preparing them emotionally and spiritually for battle many hunting tribes performed dances in which the hunters dressed in animal skins and imitated the movements of their prey thus acquiring the skills of the animal in question and through sympathetic magic gaining power over it. Dance also plays a number of important social roles in all cultures, notably in matters of celebration, courtship, recreation and entertainment. Courtship dances, for example, allows the dancers to display their vigor and attractiveness and to engage in socially accepted physical contact between the worlds. The importance of dance in courtship and social gatherings is probably older than its use as recreation and entertainment many scholars have suggested that dance was once an integral part of everyday life accompanying both practical activities and religious rituals only when more complex social and economic structures began to emerge and a leisured class or caste came into existence did people begin to see dance as a source of pleasure in some way distinct from the most important issues of survival as tribal societies gave way to more complex civilizations many of the earlier ritual forms such as religious work and hunting dances gradually lost their original significance and developed into recreational folk dances while still retaining many of their original motifs such as the use of sticks or swords in the english morris dance or the pole in maypole dances all kinds of dance in all stages of evolution however have retained some importance as means of social cohesion. Dance has also been used as means of displaying political or social strength and identity. Now, let's find out in detail about distinguishing dance from other pattern movement. In all the different dance forms, movement becomes dance through stylization and formal organization that may be variously determined by an aesthetic idea or by the function of the dance. There are, however, many kinds of activities involving disciplined and patterned movement that do not fit the category of dance. For example, sports are the behavior of certain animals because the principles that govern these activities are not the crucial principles of aesthetic pleasure, self-expression, and entertainment. Distinguishing between a wrestling match and a choreographed fight in a ballet can illustrate the importance of these principles in defining dance. It is easy to distinguish between a real fight and a fight in a ballet because the former occurs in real life and the latter takes place in a theater, and because in the latter, the antagonists do not actually want to hurt each other. But in wrestling matches, although the antagonists look as if they are fighting, they are also taking part in a choreographed drama that, like the ballad, is partly appraised on questions of style. In the wrestling match, however, these questions of style are not, as in ballad, central to the event, but only incidental the principle most strongly governing the fighters' movements in the scoring of points rather than aesthetic appeal or self-expression. For this reason, even choreographed wrestling matches do not fit the same category as dance. Figure skating, particularly in its contemporary form of ice dance competition, is more difficult to distinguish from dance because both aesthetic and expressive qualities are important but at the same time there are certain rules that have to be followed more stringently in ice skating than in dance and once again the governing principle is the competitive display of skills rather than the enjoyment of movement for its own sake now let's further see about defining according to intent An important factor distinguishing dance from other pattern movements is that of intention. The flight patterns made by swarms of bees or the elaborate courtship rituals of certain birds may be more pleasing to watch and more elaborately organized than the simple, untutored dancing movements of a child. Such pattern movements, however, are not referred to except analogously as dances, because they are rooted in involuntary genetic behavior necessary for the survival of the species. In other words, they are not indented as entertainment, aesthetic pleasure, or self-expression. Indeed, it may be argued that for an activity to count as dance, the dancer must be at least capable of distinguishing it as such or must intend it as such. Even when an activity is clearly identified as dancing, there are frequent debates as to whether it is part of the art of dance any art form evolves through strong aesthetic principles and the three main principles some may be recognized by one group and not by another for example classical ballad reached its zenith in russia in the late 19th century its technique was perfectly developed and its dancers were acknowledged virtuoso but a number of choreographers reacting against the dominant aesthetics of classical ballad argued that it was simply empty acrobatics and not dance at all because it concentrated on showing the skills of individual dancers and failed to express any significant ideas or emotions. Similarly, when Martha Graham, the pioneer choreographer in American modern dance first presented her works in the late 1920s. Audiences found them so unlike the ballets that they were used to that they refused to acknowledge them as dance. The debate goes on over the works of today's avant-garde choreographers, and the same is true for one culture's perceptions of another culture's dance. So this was all about today's episode here we come to an end of the episode hope you liked it please like share comment and subscribe to the show next week we'll be again back with the part 3 of dance can be defined as. so stay tuned